screen. Go back to my starting position. Welcome to Horsin' Around, a dumbass cast, special edition, <laughs> uh, with one lovely guest this week, if you'd like to introduce yourself. My name is Yash. Uh, I've known Nick since, like, middle school. Yeah, I guess you have. That's... Fuck, yeah. man. How, how long? How many? Was that 2009? 10? Okay, so 2012 was high school. Yeah, so I guess it would be 2010. Years, yeah, I guess it was 2009. Yeah, yeah. It's Back crazy. when I was doing the Meow Mix thing nonstop for whatever So you reason. do admit it. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I, I definitely, that was definitely a thing that I did. Um, I don't non-stop. know why. I was just, I was just insane, I think. I think I was just yeah. fucking off my rocker. Um, yeah, this is gonna, this is our first episode of Horsing Around in person since quarantine started. Um, we've got the six feet apart thing going on to, so you guys, you know, so do we the same die. thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, fucking just stay safe out there, as I always say. Um, is that the motto of the podcast, is stay safe out no, there? No, the motto is a dumbass cast. Okay. Um, but, I don't know, I usually end my streams by just saying stay safe. I feel like that's, you know, a pretty nice and neutral thing to say. Uh, not two anymore. Two friends sitting six feet apart because they're not gay. Thank you, Jack. Yeah, we got the Wait, comments up there. Oh. Oh, yeah, you're probably going to need to squint a little bit. But, um, yeah, we're back, and... Uh, I don't know, I just wanted to do this. I'm home this week because I just wanted to see my fam and see some of my hometown friends and then going to be packing things up to move houses uh, in a couple days, moving out of my place in Rochester on Tuesday, I think, and then moving into a new place on Wednesday uh, for, for my full-time work. When so, do you start working? The 27th is my selected start date, although, again... I still don't know what I'm doing uh, for my work. I emailed them like on Friday. They haven't told you? No, I, I wow. think I think that they don't know exactly what I'm hey, doing. Yeah, uh, Hey, Mr. Mercadante. Your your money's no good here. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay, I'll I'll pick it up when we're leaving. Uh, you can give that to uh, I don't know your whatever. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, his his blood money's no good here. We blood con- money. We contracted just... <laughs> him for an assassination, but we don't. We're not taking it now. So, yeah. Why um, would I pay you for an assassination <laughs> if you want me to assassinate someone? Hmm. Like you know nothing about the underground world of yeah, assassination. Yeah. Oh, and do you, so you do know things about the underground world. I know that usually it. when you ask someone to do a job for you, you don't. They don't pay you <laughs> for the privilege <laughs> of doing the job. Maybe maybe you're just so honored by it. You just or the person that we've contracted you to kill, but then you just kill them yourself. All right, maybe I just didn't think the joke through well enough. All right, damn. Um, damn, wrecked on your own podcast within the first five minutes. That happens a lot. Yeah, you <laughs> man, you check out our backlog. It's it is a running trend. Um, but yeah, we've been doing this for over a year now. We we crossed the milestone for recorded episode like we well recorded test episodes we started doing like our first official episode was probably in end of august or beginning of september uh but we started Almost doing a year then yeah yeah um but we started doing test episodes in june when i was down in maryland um just because i wanted to like see find, figure out a cast of people from computer science house that would be uh good like a good fit together 
So did you do it over, like, Discord? Yeah, yeah, we did it over Discord, which is ironic, because that's what we've reverted to for quarantine, uh, just doing episodes over Discord. I don't know how many we've done by now. It's been over, I guess, two months, so, like, four times two, like, eight weeks. Probably, it seems like more than that, though. So, like, eight to twelve weeks worth of Discord official episodes now. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. It's been a wild ride, and I don't know what I'm going to be doing after this, because when full-time work starts up, again, that's another thing that I don't know what the situation is going to be, because I don't know what I'm actually doing yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what, how, how intense the work is going to be, so I don't know if I'm going to have, like, a lot of time to stream after work or not. i got to figure out, you know, what I'm doing up there. Um, but, you know, this quarantine has been, I mean a great motivator to get me to keep doing this stuff because I've been doing like the daily shows and stuff and you've been joining me on the oh, last you work on the daily show yeah That's yeah crazy. I'm actually yeah I am Trevor Noah surprise um, in in white face you, you never saw it coming but here we are <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah but the uh, fucking reach lasso stuff has been great hopefully we can get back to it soon now that Brad's oh yeah copy of the game works again I guess somehow somehow just miraculously he needs to get a new computer as do I but like he really needs to get a new computer um he said that Matt like from high school was like trying to sell him like a computer and I was like Brad this is way overpriced <laughs> it was like $500 for like a 1060 I think just the 1060 no, or like, the whole in the, computer in the case, it. but like I don't I don't know if it came with peripherals or not. But like the 1060, it's not like terrible, but like it's outdated for like five hundred dollars. Yeah, five hundred. But like if if he's giving him the whole PC, then I'd say that's like if the processor and the like um, power supply, the PSU power supply unit matches the graphics card, I could see it totaling up to five hundred dollars possibly. I think Brad, though, he's, like, finally got some money, so I feel like he shouldn't spend Settle. it on something that's going to be outdated again yeah, that's very true. soon. It's, yeah, like, 1060, like, I've got a 1070, and that's sort of reaching, maybe not end of life, but it's definitely the newer games I can't run on, on top quality settings anymore, so I want to build a new computer that'll be able to run Cyberpunk at silky smooth quality. I have a laptop that has a 1060, but... Like, I don't think the gra- graphics card is, like, really the issue on mine. It's that, like, it overheats oh, yeah. so much. Yeah. Like, I get... So, I have, like, I have like the, like, temperature, right? Yeah. So, when I play Overwatch, I get to, like, 90 Celsius, oh, which is, no. like, 200 degrees. That's, like, you start to melt components if you keep it consistently that high. What happens is, like, it, it used to, like, crash a lot. I mean, it still crashes. It still crashed one time after I started doing this. Yeah. But what I do is, like, I'll prop it up on, like, a ream of paper and, like, leave it for, like... A few minutes to cool down between every single game. What happens at the? It seems like that's at a temperature where you could just start igniting the fucking paper. Like, I guess it needs a spark. So far, but... it's been okay. <laughs> I, initially, I would just hold it up. Uh huh. And then I like saw a ream of paper, and I just like propped it up on that. Yeah, your so... laptop must be fucking huge if it has a whole ass 10, 1060 in it. Like, I mean, it's it's a mobile that like you know. Oh, like a mini. Yeah. So like, like up until, I mean, like I think. Nowadays, like the like the current graphics cards from like Nvidia are like supposed to be like almost like desktop grade or something. Uh-huh. But you know, like it's like a like ten sixty like laptop, like all the Nvidia like at least from the ten sixty line. Yeah. Like were like sep- there's separate ones for like laptops. So like putting like a full desktop GPU into a laptop is like insane. 
Mm. Yeah, no, but then, like, so, like, the last, I, I, when you said 1060, I thought you meant, like, full-on 1060, but it's not... No, it's, like, 1060 Junior. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which is, like, I was trying the other day to, like, try and figure out what, like, I think I've got, like, a 920M inside of mine, Mm -hmm. and I was trying to see... Uh, cause I, I got Dead by Daylight recently from the Steam Summer Sale. Like the, like the horror movie game? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was trying to get that, uh, or I was trying to see if I could run that decently on the laptop. Spoiler alert, can't. It's gonna be shitty. <laughs> um, but, like, trying to figure out what the comparable, like, actual GPU is next to, like, when you're putting in your mini laptop version is so fucking hard. Like, there's websites that'll be, like... Here's this game can or can't run on the mini, but then I I just I just want to see if it can, what its equivalent is in terms of like regular graphics cards. But I guess it, comparing them like that is difficult. Like it's it's tough to it's like apples and oranges apparently. Um, but I don't know. I am no computer tech expert. I only You're do the not? software. I'm a software guy. That's that's hardware stuff. That's a whole another another realm. Um, yeah, I don't know much about it either. Like I'm not great with technology, but I just like like. I just like buying things. Like, I didn't buy any of that stuff. But, like, I just, like, learned about it. Because uh-huh. I like learning about stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, there's this one YouTuber I watch a lot, um, Dave2D. Okay. Um, he's really, he's really, really, like, his videos are really good. And, mm-hmm. like, they're, like I said, like, I'm not buying any of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's Fun just, to like, watch. really entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, less, I guess, like, I don't know, it's more approachable than, like, something like Linus Tech Tips. And it's, like, I don't know. I think he's just like. It's interesting you say really more approachable because Linus Tech Tips seems like the main tech guy that I hear about on YouTube. Yeah, it, I would say like it's him and like Mark. <laughs> Whenever I think about his name now, I call him Mark Ass Brownlee because like like from like that's how Will Smith said his name like Mark Ass. Why um, was Will Smith saying his name? What was? It was like for YouTube Rewind. Oh, okay. Um, like it was like I don't even like it was really. Dumb, like the whole is thing. that really yeah the whole cringe YouTube rewind and then dude fucking was that that was was that 2018's YouTube I think rewind that was last year's wasn't no 2019 I re- the only thing that I remember that was it couldn't have been last year's because I know that YouTube rewind happened everyone hated it it was like the most disliked YouTube video ever or whatever um, but then uh, the following year's YouTube Rewind was just, they didn't try at all. They just did a top, they did, like, watch Mojo's top tens of, like, different categories. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because they just, they were just like, look, if you guys are just gonna shit on everything we do, we're just gonna give you a top ten list and be done with it. Maybe just don't be bad at what you're doing. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, look, you can try and do something, but, like, don't make it really shitty. Like, I don't know. It was the most pandering, like, possible right. video, too, because it was, like, they like they asked they asked each person mm-hmm. you know I'm using like air quotes <laughs> like what do they, what do they want to see in rewind and they like you know tried to be, like they tried to be like woke and like they like tried to cover like all these different languages and stuff mm-hmm. and like there's no problem with like you know like I mean I don't like the term woke in general there's no problem with like being woke or you know like yeah. taking a positive being stance a woke on social bay, issues as Ian McGregor would put it being a, a woke bay Have you never did you never read that article? No. Oh my god. There was some there was just like some fluff piece article about how Ian McGregor was just like not understanding you know, like you know modern terms at all and he just went out and said I'm a woke bay and I love it and it's just like <laughs> because it <laughs> those terms just go mashing together was was 
something that really stuck with me. I, I love it. I'd expect nothing less from Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Is he... So is he gonna be reprising his role yeah, in, like, a Disney Plus there's an Obi-Wan TV show. And he, is he gonna be Obi-Wan? I mean, yeah. I mean, they bet... Like, yeah, he's gonna be... Like, can you imagine if, like... Alex, is it? Look, it's Alex Alexander Guinness or McGinnis? It's McGinnis, right? The the, like the one original. From, he's dead. Yeah, I know, but can you he's imagine if they like, brought him back from the dead? Like they just do like a Tarkin from Rogue One, where oh, it's just like God. CGI him in. Oh no! You know, no, I no, thought no. Tarkin was okay. Like I like everyone. I was like, yeah, I didn't get bugged out by Tim too much, but like Leia when looked Ewan, weird. When, when Ewan McGregor is right there, like you can't <laughs> not use him. You know, but I, I mean. They, they fucked up Solo, right? You had that one actor that you thought would have been perfect, and then they just picked some other... Yeah, shot. there was this guy who looked like... I mean, like, he, he looks like he's been... Han, he's been... Um, not Han Solo. He's been Harrison Ford before, oh. like, a young Harrison Ford. Because he For, looks like, just like stuff? him. Okay. Yeah, like, it was it was some movie when, like, it was, like, old version, young version. Old mm. version, young version. Okay. But he looks just like him. Like, it's, like, ridiculous. And... Like I, I think if the movie was good, <laughs> the the other actor would have been fine. But then yeah, the movie like, was bad. Nothing about him seems like Han Solo. You know, uh-huh. like the way he acts. Like, because there can be characters that you know, they they're different, but they like have a, like a vibe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's like kind of like you can connect them. Yeah. And like it just, I did not get that vibe here at all. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, I actually had like like an argument on Reddit the other day about like Han like the Han Solo movie. <gasps> Don't get into arguments on Reddit, dude. I mean, it's okay. Like, I like it wasn't like a huge. I just said like, here's why like the movie was not like why people don't like them because someone was like people only hate the movie because it came after the Last Jedi, so they were just like in an no. angry mood. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I was like, that is definitely not why. No. <laughs> and like the Fuck issue off. is, so like I mean like here's what I'll say about it. If like anyone likes the movie, is like if it was not about Han Solo, it would have been like a like a, maybe like a decent movie. Mm-hmm. Like I really liked the train scene a lot. That was really cool. Yeah. But there are cool set pieces in it. Yeah, and like some of the designs are pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. But like, m- like making it a Han Solo movie just made it suck. Cause like it kind of takes all the cool stuff about Han Solo, and it like kind of makes it all lame. Mm-hmm. So like like one thing is that like first of all his name right come <laughs> it, it on felt, yeah like i think i know where you're going with this and it's it i think the way i feel about it is like they railroaded all of the things that are like iconic about han solo mm-hmm. including the dice that like just came up that were just like a thing in the last jedi that weren't really important but it was just like yeah, no this one is noticed Han's the thing. dice before at least i never noticed no that he had no dice. i don't think anybody did but then they made a huge thing about it in this movie and i was just like why it's dice, dude. It's a hood ornament. It's like the fuzzy dice, but just in space, you know? Can you imagine if, like, in, like, a Harry Potter movie or something, it was, like, Dumbledore's, like, hair tie for his beard or something became, like, a relevant dude, fucking, accessory? fucking, uh, Fantastic Beasts 3, they might as well just do it, because it's basically turning into, a like, a Dumbledore, you know, fucking... Dumbledore ex Grindelwald like backstory thing more than it is about the Fantastic Beast or where to find them. Yeah, I didn't watch the second one, but I heard it was like it was not about like the characters yeah, in the first not. movie, which I really liked the first movie. I thought it was okay. It was like they were they, like they were again another thing where there were cool moments, but I felt like overall it was just like eh okay. Um, I I would love honestly like if you could just do a whole series about like American wizarding school i would i would be much more invested in that i guess i'm more about like how you get brought up in this world or commit like go all in on something 
right? If you're going to go all in on Fantastic Beasts, then I would I would imagine that primo version of that movie would be, like, globetrotting, you know? Just, like, going around the world to where these animals are actually found and then seeing how they interact with the people in those environments and uh, and then how do they interact with muggles in that space. Because we, we see, like, you see muggles in... Um, uh, Britain or whatever in the UK and you see nomads in New York City but then there's a whole world right full of of, of uh, wizards and witches and, and then moguls um, but then if you're going to make a movie about fantastic beasts that are supposedly also all over the world then you should take that all over the world I shouldn't be just following in New York City which is you know the least nature place in the world which i guess they use for like sort of a juxtaposition kind of thing in that movie but yeah i love the time that was spent inside of his bag where they had at least the habitats that were supposed to look like where those animals were supposed to live well i think the for me like i think the characters like really made me like the movie and mm. like i think it was i thought it was really cool to see kind of like just like like a slice of life like of like what like being a wizard is like i don't think they can actually do, like, a global thing. Because J.K. Rowling did not think the world out, like, at all. Like, it does not make sense if you, like... J.K. Rowling hasn't thought out a lot of things. She, she she makes the wizards and witches shit themselves until the fucking 1800s. Yeah, like, because yeah. they didn't think to put in modern plumbing. Like... <laughs> just, like Which also doesn't make sense, because the Chamber of Secrets had to exist since, like, the school's yeah, founding, I right? say that, yeah. Like, oh my god... She just she just says things. I saw a funny post on Twitter at one point because you know all the recent stuff about her being transphobic is is blowing yeah, up. Yeah, she just everything about her is just it's just all been downhill. For right, a while. and but people are like, why are you following this woman? Like, what are you expecting her to to say on Twitter at this point? Like about Harry Potter? Like, you are expecting to find out about his shoe size or whatever? Like, <laughs> why why are you following her in the first place? What is she going to say? that hasn't already been said about Harry Potter. I mean, apparently she's said a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> but none of them good, right? It's not, like, no. anything anybody wants to hear. <laughs> it's not. So. Like, I don't, I don't even read... I haven't read the books, right? Like, I've just seen the movies. But I, I read the first book, which was good. Yeah. Um, They're all good. They're good They're good books. It's just, like... I was know. just a hipster. Like, I didn't want to read oh, them because everyone was reading them. That's, yeah. like, the most hipster thing I think I did, did ever. You, did you read some other, like... YA novel instead, like uh, Percy Jackson or whatever. I was yeah, I was like the first person like in my school, at least in my age group to like read Percy. Like I read it in like second grade, I think, mm -hmm. and then it became big in like third or fourth grade. Yeah. And so like I was the Percy Jackson expert, <laughs> and like everyone came to <laughs> the me. The Percy, Percy Jackson, Jackson lore master. <laughs> yeah, it's like with Worm now, except Percy Jackson back then. Mm -hmm. um, for the record, Worm is just like a book that me and a few of my friends have read. It's like really long. Worm I would not is an inescapable it. topic. Also, if you didn't already realize, Yash is also the DM for the Weaver Dice campaign that I've been streaming on Wednesdays. Yeah. And we'll at some point start. There were I, I posted about like this Wednesday's character creation session, and I was like, "This is the final I one." I forgot to text Hopefully. Pat. Oh my god, text him. Text him after the after the show. Yeah. Shit. Um, but. <laughs> People, people on, on, on like multiple occasions were just like again, like, like this character creation has gone on incredibly long. Like that's the problem. Is like Worm is or Weaver Dice is yeah. like different from like D and D, right? In that like there isn't like a preset thing and you can just choose the options. Mm -hmm. You know, like in like D and D, it's like okay, I want to be a wizard. You know, 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I want to be, like, you know, uh, half-elf wizard. Yeah. Right? Or, like, a tiefling hunter mm-hmm. or something. Right? Or, sorry, ranger, not hunter. Yeah. Um, but it's, like, you can just choose things, and then you can write your own backstory, and then we just go over, like, stats. But, yeah. like, for this, we have to come up with a new power for each person every time. Yeah. And it takes a while to kind of think of a power... That's not garbage. Um, <laughs> but well, not, and also not, like, garbage in the sense of not underpowered and also not overpowered. Yeah, there's, like, like, a few things that need to not be garbage, right? Yeah. Power level, yeah. right? So it works in the game. Yeah. Like, being fun to play, yeah. right? Good like mechanics. We, like, yeah. useful mechanics in the game. Like, and it shouldn't just be, like, I just, like, it, it shouldn't be, like, with, like, um, like, let's say, like, Winston in, like, Overwatch, right? Yeah. Where it's just, like, you just hold down the button, <laughs> and that's it. You know? Like, there should be, like, some kind of, like, you know, aspect of, like, skill involved. Right. And, like, that will make it fun for you to play. Yeah. And... But I like playing the Fire and Forget characters in <laughs> Overwatch. I love... Like, I, I realized all my mains in that game were just, like, AoE or just, like, Fire and Forget. So Junkrat, May, Winston, uh... They can take skill if you like. Yeah, they can't. They there is skill involved, but like as far as it's not like an ADS kind of like focus fire kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot going on with Weaver Dice, and I've enjoyed it. I think it's a really cool game system. Um, from now that we've gotten to see the actual character sheets and, and start to mess around without how that all works, um, but I also like just having a completely unique power every time you make a character. It yeah, just, that's pretty It just cool. does take a while. Yeah, um, I'm honestly right. more worried about like what I'm gonna do for NPCs, because yeah. like, they also have to have unique powers too. Yeah, and like there's could, no one those, else to do it except for me. I mean, like, I I don't think the people who have Red Worm are going to fault you if you just start like borrowing some of their powers or like just you know taking them and then twisting them to fit your needs better or be less powerful. Because I'm assuming most of the named and prominent characters in Worm have pretty unique and powerful ones. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to steal some from, like, the past. Like, there's this one character that's really cool in the book. His name is uh, Kaiser. Mm-hmm. He's um, he's not related to Brad. <laughs> he is, like, a neo... He's the head of, like, a neo-Nazi group. Oh, okay. His power is so sick, though. So he can just, like, make up... Like, metal, like, appear out of, like, any surface. Okay. Um, so, like, he'll make himself, like, a suit of metal armor just, like, by pulling metal out of the metal that he has already put on himself. So he can infinitely generate metal? It, it looks like it. I mean, like, in Worm, like, powers are sort of, like, tied to, like, your... It's, like, exerting physical effort. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, like, you can't, like, it's not, like, you can just, like... It, it, it's not super-duper easy all the time. Mm-hmm. But, like, his power is really, like, cool. Yeah. And he had a... Like, so his dad was, um... Like, so he was, like, the first, like, head of the neo-Nazi group, and he was, like, one of the first, like, big kind of, like, crime bosses in the city before, like, in the, like, the old city, because... Powers only started in the 80s. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Wait, is my character's... I hope my character's timeline lines up with that. I think it does. I mean, it's, my character being I mean, it's 45 years old. We can just, like, we can just make the... Like, you can just fudge the ti- like the trigger age. Okay. So, like, yeah. it doesn't have to be, like, 18 or... So- Wait, what, what was your trigger? I... My, your the parents... Hun- the hunting incident. <laughs> oh, right, right, yeah. Yeah. I said I triggered at 15, and I'm 45 now, so... 30 That's years. 30 years minus 30, 2012 minus 30, so 2010 minus 30 would be 1980, 1978, so I guess... Just, just make yeah, it, like, just 19 or something. Yeah, yeah. But, it, yeah, it's, um, his, his, so, like, that, the guy, though, like, Kaiser, he had a sister that was killed, but her power 
was she could like make weapons appear in the air, like mm-hmm. like high above, and then like direct them oh, down to like hit people. Fall on people. Yeah, like an airstrike, but like with swords and spears and stuff. <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna like bring that power back because like no one really knows about it from like you have to like yeah, really. have like looked it up yeah, or something. Yeah. So I'm gonna try and snag powers from here and there. Like I have my own like powers that I've generated over time, but. Yeah. I've been. I'm trying to like. I've been working on like my own projects. It's so, like mm-hmm. I don't want to throw them on here necessarily, yeah. just because like it'll be less novel. Like, yeah. When mine I think is something shown. that you could do as a game master is like since these are the powers are like sort of the crux of of this universe in a way, and like they're so unique and they are uh, so inter- like interesting and varied. Like all of our powers, like we you know obviously created them out of thin air, and they're all. Um, case specific i would say maybe like when you're designing encounters save like if you if maybe save like one cool powered person for like a boss kind of kind of deal don't like don't try to overexert yourself by trying to fit a bunch of powers into every fight obviously like maybe um it's 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 a tough balance you want to strike because then you if you don't put it if you don't put some powers in it might get too easy for us but uh but at the same time like knowing how much effort goes into figuring out powers for villains and stuff Ooh, i think it gives me an idea i'm just gonna write it down yeah go for it you can keep talking I'm um but like stuff like that it's it's you gotta find the right balance for combat and then you know not stressing yourself out because um, I know it's very easy for dungeon masters and yeah, I've been really stressed out. Or game makers, yeah. Like, cause I, I did it for a little bit, and I like you know, env- I I envy anybody who's able to do it um, so readily. Because uh, you've got to just plan so much shit out, because you just don't know what the players are gonna do. Um, I think a really good DM um, is able to you know just improv really well and yeah. I think the same goes for the players but the, the DM to a greater extent because they have to create the rest of the world that the players play in um, I've been watching uh, Critical Role just started back up the, the one really popular with D&D Matt stream Mercer. yeah with Matt Mercer Matt Mercer I think is probably I, I again I he's should the probably, DM right yeah he's the DM and I should probably expose myself to more DMs but he is one of the greatest I think in that regard of just being able to like one craft this immense world with all this lore in it and then at a whim be able to uh change things on the fly based on what the players do do they do homebrews or is it yeah it's all homebrew okay. he he actually just um recently published with wizards of the coast which is the makers yeah. of the, the oh, i know yeah they make D&D. magic the gathering too yeah yeah um they published a player's handbook for the homebrew world that he made so he, cool. he made this, like, which I guess is like a Dungeon Master's dream, if they write up, like, a whole backstory and world and stuff to have that published by Wizards of the Coast must be huge. Um, but I think he's one of the greatest in that regard. I have also been watching uh, The Adventure Zone. Do you know the McElroy Brothers? i but I haven't watched it. Yeah, they, that one is also really good. Um, but I think uh, the, the, Dungeon Ma- or the Dungeon Master in that setting, which is, I think Justin is the Dungeon Master? Oh, I know Justin. He, He's my best friend. Yeah? yeah? Okay, just Justin. Just him. Okay. Um, but he he's much more of, like, an intricate storyteller where he will sort of railroad players into certain situations, and, like, there is combat and there is puzzle solving for them to do, 
but it's all funneling back into uh, one sort of main th thread that he's more so controlling than, than the players are. The players are happy to tag along because it's a really good story that he's telling. Um, and I'm not, I don't necessarily want to say it's bad, but it's, it's definitely different. And I think, uh, I don't know, it, I think it takes a lot more to be able to react uh, and change everything based on, on what the players are doing. Um, but, you know, to each their own. So, like, and I think no matter what, as long as everybody's having fun, that's what counts. Oh, no, that's the one thing I didn't factor in. Oh, shit, fun. well, damn. I guess we're all we're all fucking donezo then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, like, for, so this is... I've never DM'd before, and honestly, like, I've played D&D &D once, but I played for, like, three weeks in college, and then I had to, like, stop because I didn't have time. Mm. Um, and because I was very poorly... Uh, I, I had bad time management. Yeah. And all my classes were at night. Even with good time management, D&D is like a real time commitment, and when you've got a full course load going on, it's, it's hard to maintain it. Especially so. when it's on Tuesdays. Yeah. And, and then you have, have to, you have to wrangle everyone in the party to all have the same free time, which is so much harder as you yeah. get, you know, greater than maybe like three people, it just gets exponentially harder with each extra person. This is honestly the ideal time to like start something. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, like, so for me, I've, like, I did know about D&D, and, like, I knew a bunch of stuff mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. um, just like I know a bunch of stuff about lots of things that I don't know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? And, the the surface-level knowledge of, yeah. of many things. And so I was, like, excited about that going in. And then, like, Worm, <laughs> or Weaver Dice was completely different. And, like, I spent <laughs> oh, yeah. a lot of time trying to figure out if I could, like, combine the two. Yeah. And I just gave up. Yeah. And I gave up so hard. I'm using, like, the light rules instead of the regular rules, because it's, like... It's less complicated, and, like, mm. it's easier for us to, like, get it done and right. to, like, approach it. Yeah. But the campaign itself also is, like... And this is, like, like I said, this is, like, my first time. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to make it so it's, like, relative... Like, it's not super complicated. And, like, it's not super long... It it's definitely longer than the character creation portion. <laughs> <laughs> that would be disappointing if it wasn't. Mm -hmm. But, like, I wanted to kind of... Like, I wasn't really... Because it's also kind of difficult to do it in like a maybe like a normal campaign sort of way because it's not this like there's no monsters yeah right it's just people that yeah you're fighting against yeah. it's just people and you're in a city yeah right and i chose detroit because detroit's like really awful <laughs> like no offense to anyone from detroit but like, i don't think any of our two <laughs> viewers are from detroit so you're probably fine but when they go back through the archives years later when the show blows the fuck up you're done though you're getting canceled i'm never allowed in detroit again yeah have you ever been into detroit you're talking shit have you been to detroit i'm never allowed in detroit bef like to begin with i guess <laughs> damn okay the one guy that listens is like the mayor of detroit <laughs> Fuck, man. He's got bigger things to be tackling right now. I think anyone in Detroit has a lot of big things to tackle. Yeah. It's a rough place to be in. Yeah. But that's why I like I watched this video about um, like the private policing in Detroit, which is what kind of inspired the idea. Because I was like really trying to think of like an idea for a long time, and I was like, I'm not gonna have anything mm. <laughs> when it's like time for us to start doing this. Yeah. And then like the week before, I think it finally hit me, and I just did like a, like a three-hour recording session to like put out all the details um do you listen back to your own like recordings i know you do that a lot where you record yourself do you just like listen back to it and then jot things down or like so trying to jot this down has taken so long <laughs> like this one it, like the total recording is like 40 minutes mm -hmm. like after like a lot a lot of time though like i was like you know trying to figure out what i'm gonna put in mm -hmm. 
but just like jotting this down is taking forever. Like I think what I'm gonna do, like I so when I was I can't like I was gonna buy a new phone. Yes. Like not that long ago. Yeah. Like I still have my old iPhone with me, with the screen like shattered. Nice. Because like I type all my I type like handwritten notes or yeah. well typed notes like in this, and I do voice notes on my new phone. But the thing is, I was thinking about getting a Pixel, but mm -hmm. the new Pixels don't have a headphone jack. Okay. But they did have this feature, like it's like they have like a, like a special chip in mm -hmm. like from Google that allows it to like transcribe like voice notes in real time. Yeah. And you can like do like a word search from in like voice notes to find like a specific time stamp. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, I think headphones is like a bigger deal for me. Really? And I really regret that decision. Yeah. <laughs> One thing is like all my headphones are broken, as you know. Yeah, so then what's even the I mean they're broken now, they weren't broken then. <laughs> um But the other thing is that you know, like that would have saved like I I'd rather just deal with the dongle of like adding that for like a headphone jack rather mm -hmm. than have to I, I literally have probably over like 1200 notes oh my on my new phone and then there's like a bunch on my old phone and I maybe have like nearly 2000 like written notes maybe that is insane dude yeah they're not all the same length like so like it'll like some are short some are like really long yeah um I think the longest voice note was like three hours total but like I've had I remember it's like I get stuck on tangents a lot which you know like I do that as a person yeah but like when I'm doing like yesterday or the day before um I always have trouble going to bed on time because what I realized yesterday or sorry the day before yesterday mm -hmm. was that I'll go to bed like I'm okay I'm gonna go to bed at three like yeah. let me go down and you know like get my water and stuff and go to bed yeah and then I'll start a voice note it's supposed to be like five minutes. Yeah. And then like I'm talking for like two hours, because like I'll get like I was it was just supposed to be something really like simple. Yeah. Which is about like one character can control ice, and yeah. it was like here's an ability she can have. Yeah. And then I was describing then, um, her power isn't to like freeze people. Mm -hmm. Um, like she can move ice though, like like she can make ice, but she can like move it like as if like she's telekinesis, right? It's mm -hmm. not just like making ice. Yeah like Elsa and <laughs> I was like she can coat her arm then right like an ice and then she yep. can punch really hard because she's moving the ice with her mind so it's not just muscle mm, okay. and then I was like wait that'd be really bad for her joints right because <laughs> that's like more muscle that's like greater than the muscle power oh you're overthinking it dude and people would have like, just accepted that and just just let it slide but see then I realized everyone would have massive joint damage Yes. In this whole story. Yes. And so Turns then I out was like, superpowers aren't real, and if they were, people would not well, see, be able to use them well. So, like, in Worm, for example, right? It's like all the powers are, like, kind of, like, designed to work. So, like, you know, if you're like, oh, but this wouldn't... Like, so, like, for example, you know, when it comes to, like, teleportation or something, mm -hmm. or, like, time travel, people are always like, well, see, the Earth is moving through yeah, space, yeah, right? Yeah. So, like, you're going to teleport into the void. Mm -hmm. But, like, if someone is designing the power to like not be stupid yeah. right they're like yeah i'm tying this specifically to earth yeah right so like in worm it kind of like makes sense mm -hmm. in this it wasn't e like not even everyone like has powers but like the thing is is that they've been like active for like like they don't really age mm. like some of the characters okay so they've been like fighting like they've been like warriors or whatever for like 50 years right and like just soldiers like now right mm -hmm. and they're like few tours of duty they get like massive like you know like PTSD joint damage and, and yeah, yeah joint damage. 
And I was like, if these people are fighting for 50 years, like, they might not even have knees anymore, right? That's, like, crazy. Yeah. And so I was trying to, like, think about that. And then, like, I got, like, down a huge rabbit hole, as usual. <laughs> and then yeah. at the very end, I'll loop back around and be like, <laughs> okay, so the ice power. <laughs> After, like, 40, 40... Actually, I think I spent over an hour yesterday. Maybe, like, an hour 20. Uh-huh. Um, it was really helpful. Mm -hmm. um, but... Yeah, like, I get stuck on tangents, and I don't even know why I started talking about this. Why were we... What were we talking about? Uh, you are just talking about DMing, writing down ideas for the campaign. Oh. Uh, okay. Stuff like that. Yeah, I'm Oh, the voice chip. That's what I was talking about, like, transcribing notes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just, so... You just always... Yeah, you just write a lot of shit, was what I was saying then. Yeah, and it's hard because the voice notes are usually, like, there's, like, a lot of stuff in there, right? Yeah. That's, like... It's like jumping around a lot, like ice powers, joint damage, healing, mm -hmm. like, you know, medicine, mm -hmm. immortality, getting funding for expeditions. Like, it's like really like, boop, 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 boop. And that chip would have been really helpful. <laughs> I've actually considered like trying to like buy it, like buy like a pixel anyways, <laughs> even though I just got this new phone, like. Yeah, what are you gonna do with all the old notes November. that are already on your new phone? Yeah, I, I think, I'm going to, so I think I'm going to stop trying to transcribe, like, our, like, the campaign. Yeah. And I, because I think I'm going to buy a transcription service anyways, like, just pay one, pay for one, because, like, I just can't, like, I physically cannot, like, if I'm going to get one anyways in the future, like, I might as well just get it now and do it for the campaign as well. Yeah. Because, like, there's no way I can transcribe, like, uh, like, 11, or, sorry, 1,200 voice notes. Yeah. When some of them are, like, an hour long. Yeah. I think you just gotta, like, work on just cutting it down to to what matters. Like, I can't fathom what, you know, Matt Mercer does to, like, keep track of all... Because he had, like, he has a similar thing where he's like, goes and builds out, like, there's two different continents, and they're, like, he had, there's two... He's running his second campaign now. Both of the campaigns take place in the same world, but one's on a different continent, and has shaped... But has, because, like, when you reach level 20 in D&D, you're, like, almost gods, you know? Yeah. Um, so the effects of their campaign is starting to have ramifications in the second campaign. Camp characters that were, like, major characters from campaign one are starting to, like, show up in campaign two. That's always really cool. Because of, yeah. And that's huge. So, like, keeping track of all that stuff is insane. But it's, I think it's more about, like, you can go on tangents about, like, what one specific character would do... But I think you have to focus on what is occurring at the moment and then just, like, keep, keep like, a little tab on it and be like, oh, actually, you know, this character showing up here would make sense and would be cool. And then you can bring that in and then flesh out how they got there after the fact. Um, but then just having them show up in the first place can be just, like, an on-the-fly kind of thing, which I know, easier said than done, obviously. But, like, um, you definitely, you can overwhelm yourself if you try to cover for everything. And so it's really comes back to you know being yeah. on that being on the improv grind and just starting starting small and then and then blowing up as as things go get along. Yeah, I try like, not to get too specific. Like I have like a framework of like what's generally happening, and then the way you guys kind of approach it yeah. is kind of up to you. Yeah. If you guys like fuck up though, <laughs> like it, like you could fuck up. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like for for all for our player knowledge, it's just we have been hired buy a group to fuck shit up so that they people then hire them to help them unfuck shit up using too many pronouns 
Yeah, but like too many of them. People. Okay, so the, you guys are hired. You guys are right, like but that's but that's all the knowledge that we need, right? It's just like okay, we're bad guys because we've been hired uh, by some organization, a that security will, company that will pay us. Yeah, that will pay us to do bad things and to create demand. To, to create demand, and yeah. that's all we need to know. And then from there, we could just be like the you could just say your boss has given you an assignment to do X. There can be a thousand things behind that thing, but behind behind that contract. Sorry, yeah, you're right. I am using too many pronouns. Um, there can be a thousand things that come up behind that contract being assigned to us, but we don't need to know that, right? We will yeah. just go in, be like, okay, this is the job. We're gonna try and do it to the best of our ability, and then you throw wrenches in as you see fit. Is, did you say that because you have a wrench? No. <laughs> Ranged weapon. I can't believe I'm the only one that. I, and also, I, I just, also can't believe I you're threw, the only one. I think one. you. I only threw that in because you also mentioned it while we were scrolling through the the document, and I was just like, I don't know, man. I've got a wrench. That seems like something I would use. I wouldn't use my character wouldn't use a gun. So, and they work at an auto shop that Nicole's character apparently also works at now, which I think is. I like how every character is connected except for Pat. Well, Pat, yeah, Pat just got the the last draw the shortest straw and uh honestly i always had like brad's character and kyle's character like paired like, not not like necessarily like in the story mm -hmm. but like their backstories are like the same yeah their powers are like the same it's just like a different kind of flip of the coin right you know yeah so and also like, kyle's character has way more potential to be batshit insane evil crazy like kyle's God, character is gonna be important i want to see kyle's character just like do some absolutely deranged shit with his emotional tethering like he's oh gonna my God. tether thanos and then just destroy <laughs> the world god yes oh my god hold on a sec oh god we... huh. put it on the back burner save it for another time just another another little little pin there's, yeah, yeah, I had, like, later. stuff that... So, like, my original idea... I didn't have, like, a full idea. I just had, like, moments. Mm -hmm. And none of them really made it into this because they don't make sense here. But, like... But they I could was, make sense later. Yeah, so, like, after... like So this is, like, the initial campaign. Yeah. I mean, if you guys fuck it up at the end, <laughs> then, like, it kind of depends on what you guys choose next time, like, for, like, what what's going to happen next. Yeah. But I also make character profiles for each of you guys. Like, I mean, like, as, like, you guys as players. Yeah. Player profiles, not character profiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, like, see, like, who can I manipulate to do, like, certain things. Mm -hmm. And, like, because, like, people act in certain ways, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I had you for, like, a specific thing, because, like, I knew you would do it. <laughs> and, like, yeah, I thought that'd be really interesting to see what you would do <laughs> in that situation. Because, uh -huh. like, you're generally, like, a good guy. Yeah. So, it, it like, I, if we, if this goes well, right, like, I had to keep it smaller, because, yeah. like, just... This is my first time. Yeah. Like, hopefully then we'll see some cool stuff. And I can't tell you what it is, I guess, because no, you yeah. might be playing it, yeah, so no. that sucks. Yeah. But. The struggle of, of the of the game master having to keep everything secret from their, their friends and Yeah, players. that was the problem, is, like, I talked to Brad, and, um, I used to talk to Sam about it, like, when we would go climbing. Yeah. But I talked to Brad and sometimes Nicole about, like, some of the stuff that I'm writing mm -hmm. to, like, get their opinions. Um, I talk about it too much, actually. It's, like, a problem. <laughs> but I... Okay. Yeah, but I like I can't talk to anyone about this to get any second opinions. Yeah. Which is like kind of like worrying. Uh huh. Because it, it's like you don't really know then. Yeah. When I, I said Cobra was the name of the company or whatever, everyone was like ah, like everyone groaned. Oh. <laughs> which is good because I like changed it to Shepherd literally like the day before. Mm, yeah. But 
That was close. <laughs> you, you could definitely that. like reach out. Like I get again. I guess you could you could turn to like Reddit if you really needed to. But then it's a matter of like, what if the players accidentally stumble into it? And so, yeah. I mean, I know that Brad and Nicole both hate worms, so I don't think they're ever gonna go to a worm subreddit. <laughs> that is so funny that you have the two people that I know of consistently that you have lured into it, like just absolutely despise it now, and yet we're still playing. Like See, a, I despise the, it too, though. Why do you why do you keep talking about it then? Why do you keep Okay, so like here's here's like it's it like is, you're right? talking about like a car crash or something. Like you just like watch the disaster as it's as it's happening. No, it's not like... like watching JK Rowling's tweets. Like it's like a different thing, right? <laughs> like do you know in Pokemon, like you know like Milotic? I don't know what Pokemon is. You what? you've never played Pokemon? <laughs> never heard of it. Doesn't exist. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> you cannot pretend Dude, we are live right now, sir. When they pull you this up in court, I you're, you're going to be someone, caught red-handed. Someone hired me, and I paid them to kill you. Oh, okay. Right? That's how hitmen work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's... Okay, so in case anyone doesn't know, there's this Pokemon called Milotic that was introduced in the third generation of games. And Milotic is, like, extremely rare because you can never catch it in the wild. You have mm -hmm. to evolve it from this Pokemon called Feebas, which is this really ugly-ass fish. Yep. And Feebas is impossible to find, okay? <laughs> so, you have to catch Feebas, which only grows in, like, one... Sorry, it only it can Spons. be found in one spot, yeah. yeah? So, in the game I played where I caught Feebas, that was in the fourth generation. Yeah. There is one lake that it can be found in, and every day it'll spawn on only two tiles, right? <laughs> like, if you think of it as, like, a grid, yeah. right? So, you have to fish the entire lake, right? And it only has a 50% chance of appearing. So you have to fish the entire lake two times, possibly. Wait, I thought it was only two tiles, though. Don't you only have to fish those two tiles? Yeah, but you don't know where the tiles are. Oh, they're two random tiles. Yeah, and it changes every in. day. So, like, if you don't finish it, like, you can't space it out. You have to do it in, like, one day, right? Oh, my God. Or you're God. fucked. Y'all talking Feebass Slander. It sounds like some Magic Carp Gang shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but Feebass... Feebass is much rarer. We're not really talking shit because it's a much rarer Pokemon. Yeah, Feeb I just said Feebass is ugly, which is like in the description of the Pokemon and like the Pokedex <laughs> is that it's like ugly. <laughs> but you have to like catch a Feebass, which is really hard. Yeah. And then you have to max its beauty stat. Mm -hmm. So like like they they introduced Pokemon contests in the third generation, which are yes, like right. I'm not even gonna describe them because I don't really know what they are either anymore. Dude, they're fucking great. I remember I I, I finished like the the contest story mini story really? inside of Omega Sapphire Alpha Sapphire when when they did like the re-release of the Hoenn region. Uh, uh, I hated contests. They made them a lot better in the in the re-release. I think I don't think there were anything to write home about when when they first came out. But yeah, I was okay with them because it allowed me to like make like to cook stuff. Yeah. And then they were <laughs> see this is what I was okay. I'll get there. It's we, like, let's I, go back to Feebas. Let's just go yeah, back no, to this Feebas. is really it's a okay, Feebas. Okay. It's, it like is directly after Feebas. Okay. So catch Feebas. Yes. Then you have to make these things called poffins, which are like yes. little like muffins. I thought those were Gen Four though. Or are you talking about the Gen Four? Because you said you caught it in. Yeah, I caught it in Gen Four, but I think poffins existed bef before too, right? Because you had to max its beauty stat, which. They might have had a different. They yeah, had. They might have had a different they way They had to treats do it. or snacks or something. I don't think they were poffins. Poffins okay. were a Gen Four thing. So for Feebas, you had to like max its beauty stat, mm -hmm. right? So in Gen Four, at least, that was like you have to feed it these like treats yeah. that you have to make yourself. Yeah. Right. And so you have to get the right berries though, to like make the right kind of poffins, and you have to experiment like which one works best, and you have to like learn how to cook them, the best way, because you can only feed it a certain amount, 
right? Mm -hmm. So if you don't max it out in that time, like if you make like bad ones yeah. or ones that are like mediocre, you're <laughs> fucked. Like you just wasted all your time <laughs> and you have to catch another one. <laughs> so or you I could spend... breed it. You could breed it, right? Feebas? Yeah. You need Yeah, I guess you could maybe. I don't know. When I caught when I found the tiles, I caught like 3 of them just in case. <laughs> but with Feebas, I spent literally 5 hours fishing each tile that's like the most boring tedious thing i've ever done in my entire life like bar none mm -hmm. right because it's just press the arrow fish press the arrow fish and you have to like pay attention so like you just know like that it's there right mm -hmm. like if you just hear that like if you just press b and it was a feebass you're gonna kill yourself like you're gonna be so angry yeah like if you didn't notice i think i've done that before where it's a pokemon i want to catch him then i back out of the battle <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst. Also, yeah, he confirmed this, this Gen 4. You had to spin this. Yeah, you, you did have to spin, spin the stylus. Yeah, it was all about, like, the like the tempo. Mm -hmm. um, if you so do it too fast, game. it'll... What? A little rhythm game. Yeah, it was good. Um, I liked it. And so, I I mean, Not I didn't like it, Not as boring as going back and forth on, on two tiles. Yeah, so five hours of that. Uh -huh. And then I had to... I farmed berries for and, like, tried practicing Poffins for two weeks. Yep. and gave him all the best poffins I made. Yeah. Right? But for two weeks, I would farm berries in Silesian town and, like, come and go and, like, put some more berries in and, like, farm them. And it took two weeks after five hours, mm -hmm. and then I had my Milotic, right? Yes. And, like, I hated it. But then I really liked it, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it was, like, it was kind of, like, fun and, like, a... Like a Masochistic motherfucker. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, like, something about it just makes it feel kind of worth it, right? Mm. And then in Gen 5, they removed contests, and so they removed Poffins. And so there was no way to evolve a Milo like a Feebas into a Milotic. So then they copped out, and they made it so you can just give it these scales. And then it'll oh, evolve. yeah. And yeah. that pissed me off so much. <laughs> like, when I found out, like, I found out, like, last year, I think, and I was, like, so mad. Because, like, I spent two weeks on this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think Gen 4, like, has the hardest to catch Pokemon out of the entire series because there's that with Feebas mm -hmm. and then there's also Munchlax which can only be caught there's like I a, tried really hard there's to catch like a 1% chance of catching Munchlax with the you have to put honey, honey on a tree and it's a random tree it's the same thing with Feebas where it's two random tiles except yeah. it's a random tree I think across the entire like map of yeah. Sinnoh so there's like special honey trees but it can be any of those trees yeah but so it's like you have to find one. which one is the actual one exactly and it varies based on like your game yeah and it t oh yeah yeah it's based on the copy of the game and then it takes like a couple days to even get them to show up on the yeah honey. so you have to find the right tree by chance yeah and you also have to get there in time to see the to see right, the tree sometimes shake. they'll run away yeah oh my god i got so many fucking combi from that Ugh. <laughs> uh i assume hardest being uh barring bullshit like shaman and stuff yeah yeah well, shaman was pokemon. just an event they just gave it to yeah you. I, I wouldn't count event pokemon there's like there back then though some of the event pokemon like you didn't catch like you like they would like yeah a dungeon what Pokemon were those, though? I do remember getting just getting Shaman and Darkrai. Um, wait, maybe that was Gen 3, actually. That was probably Do you remember, Gen like, 3. trying... Wait, did you play Gen 3? Yeah, that like, was the first Like, did they have the played. whole Braille thing in, Gen, in, like, the remakes? I don't remember. So to catch, like, the Reggie trio, which is Reggie Rock, Reggie Ice, Reggie Steel, uh-huh. there's, like... You have to dive underwater, I think, first. Okay. To, like, find the caves. Yeah. But before that, you dive underwater in this specific spot to find, like, this message that's just dots. Oh, they definitely don't have that. And it turns out it's Braille. Uh-huh. And you have to translate the Braille. <laughs> and then once you translate the Braille, 
it says like you have to get a waylord and a relicanth, which are really hard to get. <laughs> so then you have to get those two in your party, and then you have to go to each thing, uh-huh. and like then so you have to evolve a whalemer. Yeah, uh, I don't remember if you could catch a waylord wild. I don't. I don't think, think you could. So. I think it was only whalemers. Yeah. I didn't remember ever seeing a whalemer. Relicanth was like rare too. I remember mm-hmm. it was a huge pain in the butt. Sorry, I sound on my phone. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, like, it used to be, like, there used, like, it, Pokemon used to be tough. <laughs> yeah. Like, they used to make you work for it, which was cool. <laughs> was it, though? Because that's hours of our lives that we're never getting back, Yeah, but it's right? fun to do puzzles, right? But it's not a puzzle. Like, like the Feebass thing is not a puzzle. It's just random chance, right? Yeah, but it's... Oh, I was talking about the Reggie stuff. Okay, yes, that is fun. I, I do agree that that stuff they should... But see, like, I don't mind, like, when they make you... Like, I don't mind making you work for, like, an interesting Pokemon. Right? You're unlocking memories. I forgot I had about Emerald. Good. <laughs> Emerald was my first little... game. Yeah, it was mine too. Actually, I guess it was my second because I got like, so I remember in Leaf Green mm. specifically, I showed my cousin who was like, he was kind of like my big brother and he loved Pokemon and I, like he was like, like I wanted to get it because he had it too. Yeah. And I remember like, look, I caught a Pikachu <laughs> and I just shut off the game. <laughs> I was like, where's Pikachu? <laughs> And he was like, you're an idiot. <laughs> Where'd he go? And like, that, that's how, because I know I did not do that in Emerald. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, no, definitely, I mean, for me, Pokemon started as the trading card game, and I was just like, wait, really? they made a video game based on the trading card game? Because when I was in uh, summer camp as a kid, that was all the, it was all the trading cards, because those were cheaper than having the buying the fucking Game Boy. Um, so all the kids, it, I think it, it actually started as Yu-Gi-Oh, but then people were like, these cards are too hard to read. The pictures are, <laughs> the pictures are cool, but the cards are hard to read, so we're just gonna play Pokemon instead, and those cards have easy descriptions, and even then, I still didn't understand how to play the card game, so I was just like, look at the pictures! I think a lot of kids just collect them. Just yeah, look at them. The, the pictures are cool, so they just collect them. Um, but then it turned into, from that, some people started to get the Game Boy, and, and, uh, got, like... I probably leaf green fire red or, or or no they probably got rupee and sapphire and i think by the time my parents got me a game boy emerald had already come out so they just got that one mm-hmm. um and then that was my my first one and then i got for some reason we picked up a copy of like ye, like an ancient copy of pokemon yellow from like eb games in my mall in the mall uh-huh. uh and so i had that and then i think after that it was the Sinnoh. Sinnoh was the first one that i was like like hard into You're Pokemon by that time. What's going on? Yeah, the, the I went to the fucking release party for that in in uh, New York City at the Pokemon store, or the I guess it's just the Nintendo store now. But um, it's that not was a Pokemon huge. Center anymore. No, this it hasn't been Pokemon Center since like the '90s. I think it's been Nintendo store for a while. Oh. Um, but they do the Pokemon events there. Uh, Imagine choosing Pokemon over Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> Bro, I was five. I didn't care about titties then. Jesus. I remember I tried to watch Yu-Gi-Oh. I did too. My mom prevented. My mom was like, nope. (laughs) The fucking, the one Yu-Gi-Oh episode, because our, our, I think the cable TV that we had back then was shit, so I didn't really get like four kids or whatever. I might have at some point, but I I barely ever watched it. Um, So instead, I would get a lot of shows through like DVDs and VHSs that my parents would buy for me. Yeah, I have the Pokemon, like I have the... Original series on VHS. Yeah, um, and then the one episode of Yu-Gi-Oh that I actually had, and I just rewatched over and over again, <laughs> was the one episode where they didn't 
have it wasn't the card game; it was the dice game that they were trying to introduce. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Duke that was De- kind of a cool gimmick, I thought. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was, a, it was the episode that introduced Duke Devlin, which I only found out years later. He became like a mainstay character towards the end of the series. Like he just rejoined after that episode <laughs> with the main cast. Um, my mom saw me reading Yu-Gi-Oh manga. And the back said Bandit Keith was evil, so she shut that shit down. But he's American, bro. Americans can't be evil. Uh, not the, like, summoning Egyptian demons. American Bandana Man was the bad part. <laughs> yeah, no, dude. Makes sense to me. I don't know. Your mom's logic sounds sounds flawless to me, Lil. I think it was more about the titties for me. <laughs> my mom did not want to watch, yeah, to watch it. that's fair. Um... Dark Magician Girl was way too lewd for, for young children's eyes. Yeah, that was an awakening. <laughs> God. For damn. me, I started Pokemon with the show. Yeah. Like, I loved the show. Yeah. Um, and I, I watched it. I still remember, like, the Master Quest theme song, even though I haven't seen it in, like, at least 10, 12 years. Oh, yeah. Um, and I started rewatching, like, not not that show specifically, but just, I've just been rewatching like, the Pokemon, like, various anime. Mm-hmm. Um, Sun and Moon came out on Netflix, like, Oh, I, shit. Like, they just I got left. the TV show, like, the shows that are, they're just not on Netflix now? Hmm? Like, the, the Pokemon shows are on Netflix now? Some of them. So, like, Indigo League is on, which is, like, a direct follow-up to, um... The original yeah. series? Yeah. Um... Or Sun I guess it would have been... Was it following up Johto, or is it following up... I think up... it was right after Kanto. Oh, really? I think. So it was supposed to be, like, an interim piece between Kanto and Johto? Like, I haven't seen the original series in so... Like, maybe this person will, uh... Yeah, it's a friend of mine from school, Lul. Uh, nah, American Yu-Gi-Oh! was hella censored. Japanese harpy cards are lit. Oh, okay, he's just talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! stuff. I hate it when, like, my cousin would have Japanese cards. <laughs> and I never played Yu-Gi-Oh! But I'd like look at the cards. And I was like, I can't even. What is this about? Like, what is? Who is this? <laughs> you don't. It's need the same to with know. magic cards too. Yeah. Those are, like my cousin has like some Japanese magic cards that were like rare. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do I even know what this does? <laughs> like it could just say anything. <laughs> uh, is Master League the one with the GS ball and Tracy, or Master Quest? Tracy uh, is Indigo Leak at least. Okay. He might be. I, mas- I don't think he's there in Master Quest. I don't. Mm. I don't think. Um, Master Quest has that like other person, yeah. Who's like, it's like an Ash like parallel. Um, I don't remember their name, but I thought they were a girl, and they might have been a boy actually. <laughs> and they had a Pikachu named Sparky. Oh. It was like Pikachu, but like it had like some little edgy hair. Ear. No, no, it wasn't edgy ear. It just had like its hair was like a little ruffled, oh. which was cute. And it's like it's like little. Pikachu ear tips were like a little like the pattern was like a little like zigzaggy. Mm-hmm. It, so it was like and the, the person wore like a hat too. I thought it was just like a girl Ash basically. No, that was I think that was a girl. Did she have like the weird like W shaped hair? Maybe. Or something. I think I know what you're talking. That and it's like it was like the one thing that wasn't actually it wasn't featuring Ash as like the main character, right? No, she was she just would like they would just run into her sometimes. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of something else then. There was. It, it might have not. It might have just been in like a Japanese-only thing, but I th- I think there were at least shorts, if not like a whole series that was based on, like, the protagonist from the Johto games, but they were just like in a show instead, and it was like the dude had like Cyndaquil and the girl had Bayleaf or or whatever. Mm. Yeah. I okay. Think. Oh, that's but, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, and they also had those uh, 
they had some they had a lot there's like a lot of pokemon manga that apparently is really good yeah um, it's really intense too apparently yeah like I, i've seen an image of scyther literally cutting a arbok in half like Jesus you can see like Christ. like it looks like a like a steak like a t-bone yeah uh fucking oh baby <laughs> okay yeah um they you know they they always keep the fact that pokemon like eat other pokemon pretty down low but like i mean they say it a lot but you don't see it in right the show. you never see it and it's like and then also when they eat food in the show like i don't know if they ever eat they eat all the time they do well yeah and they eat but like do they eat meat and then they, if eat, like, meat, they eat like dry like like kibble well no not the, the pokemon i mean the people in the show oh so we see them sometimes i guess i don't know like in the new games like uh, so in sun and moon mm -hmm. um or ultra sun which is what i had yeah there's like curry or not curry there's like like a rice plate like mm -hmm. they call it like an alola plate yeah, yeah yeah and it's like got like it's like clearly like f like meat yeah um like fish and stuff and then in the new games there's like curry uh -huh. um because you know britain uh <laughs> they like curry even though it's not from there and <laughs> because if they got food from there it wouldn't look good no <laughs> it would not i love apparently I love the, running the joke food, food from britain bad. like i was reading about this so it became it's like really bland now yeah because of world war ii oh. so during world war ii the government released like a cookbook like to like you know it's like food stuff that they definitely ate cheeseburgers yeah so like did they <laughs> take it they might have taken that from taurus meat i can imagine that Taurus Farms or something. Miltank, like yeah. Miltank. They, they, they specifically describe certain Pokemon as being eaten. Like, mm -hmm. in the Magikarp's thing, it says, like, Magikarp is eaten. Oh, okay. And, like, Farfetch'd is supposed to be a delicacy. Right, yes. Um, you, you cook it with its own leek. Like, it's pretty fucked. That is pretty fucked up. But they're pretty tasty. <laughs> and then, I think, like, the, like they, so they, there's, like, a Galarian Farfetch'd now. Yep. And, like, I think it's, like, it's, like, a fighting type now. Yeah, and it's, it got, looks, like, it's really got a little mean. sword in the shield, yeah. That's what it evolves into. Oh, it evolves into that. Okay, yeah. interesting. But it's like, I think it's like too angry for people to eat it. Like its leak is really big and it looks really mad. <laughs> like, I, I think it says angry, that dude. they can't fight this. <laughs> yeah, I think it says like they don't eat it. Yeah. It's too mad. Um, what was? So you, you, we started this by talking about Milotic. What did that have to do with Worm and the campaign? So it's like Worm because Worm, like you know. Oh right, it, like, the Worm, like, the All of us kind of hate it, but like we like it you know it's like when you like it's like with star wars for example uh -huh. right it's like star wars fans love to hate star wars but it's because they care about star wars a lot you know that they have these strong opinions like yeah. most like if someone doesn't care right they're not gonna have like much opinion they're gonna be like yeah, yeah. okay like who cares yeah. right well like star wars fans are like ah <laughs> like you know they're just like yelling all the time <laughs> Yeah, I, I would I would say my mom is definitely one of those people that isn't super invested in anything and like Don't I will, she like Harry Potter a ton? She likes Harry Potter but like she doesn't she doesn't follow JK Rowling's Twitter, so she doesn't know anything about that and right. like it's just fun for her to to watch. And also because it's like a set in stone piece of media now, like you know, JK Rowling can tweet whatever she wants, but the books are gonna stay the same, the movies are gonna stay set in stone. Um and I guess she yeah, she does have opinions about like what the the difference between the movies and the books and i think she does prefer the books but um i think lul would like this bit specifically because she uh watched uh artemis fowl on disney plus oh recently. god has she read and artemis fowl huh no no and then she's like yeah i like the movie because it was just and i guess that's the point like the to the common denominator audience 
it's probably a passable movie that's not like lowest harmless. common denominator. Yeah. Um, sorry, yes, lowest common denominator. But then, I can't believe you call your mom the lowest common denominator, Nick. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, here. That's uh, your mother. You're so talking about. Lowell read read the Artemis Fowl books and and loved them and a couple maybe this week or, or I guess last week he was talking to me about it um, maybe on a stream I don't actually re remember when specifically we were talking about it but he was talking about how it fucked everything up and I'm just do you, yeah, do you I know about that whole situation I read I've read all the books except for the very like the eighth one or whatever because uh -huh. like it took so long for the eighth one to come out I like <laughs> outgrew it I mean, like, it's not like I am above reading, like, young books. Yeah. I just, like, lost interest, I guess, after the seventh book. Yeah. But I haven't seen it, but I've heard people talk about it. Like, there's this podcast I listen to called um, The Weekly Planet, you know, like, The Daily Planet. Mm -hmm. um, it's, like, the only podcast I still listen to. Uh, <laughs> don't say the movie name. <laughs> and they talked about it, and they are like, yeah, we only made it 15 minutes in. <laughs> oh, and God. they were like, so, like... From our understanding, this is really different from the books, but we didn't make it far enough in to even say whether or not that's true. But it was like, first of all, like they're like, Artemis Fowl is just a cool kid. He's just surfing along. <laughs> like, he's literally surfing. <laughs> it's like, the last one, the end is so good. Okay, I'll check it out. It was The first book was really cool, though, of Artemis Fowl, because he's like a bad guy. Yeah, basically. he's the villain. This is the, and that's the whole point. This is what they. Yeah, and they made him like the hero. Tremendously, yeah. Apparently. And like also, like he's not like. He doesn't really seem like Artemis Fowl like at all, mm -hmm. and like just from the trailer when I first saw it, I was like, it seems really problematic to make Butler black, because like the Butler family—it's not just like he's like his too, butler; yeah. it's like the Butler family. Right, the whole supposed family. To be for, yeah, they've been serving them for hundreds of years. Yeah, and they and it's all. Like, hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like this is very problematic. <laughs> like I don't know how you didn't think about this at all. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it really shouldn't be that hard to find like a really tall white guy. Yeah. There are plenty of tall white guys out there that you could definitely have, have hired. Come on. Like, it's really not that hard. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Makes... I don't know. Uh, some friends of mine... I might actually start reading the per Percy Jackson series at some point, because a lot of people, You never read it? I, like, started reading Lightning Thief, and then it was very long, and I Nick, just got what? bored. Nick, <laughs> what? I remember that his mom gave him, like, blue jelly beans or something, and that was pretty much all I remember. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, Outlaw15, back me up here. It's an idiot. I don't know. No, I know. Friends of mine have also been telling me, like, other people back up at school have, have been super excited because there's a uh, new yeah, Percy Jackson TV series. Now. series. Yeah. But that's also coming out on Disney+, Plus apparently, right? Yeah. And but so... Apparently the author has, like, more say or something. Like, Rick... Okay. I've actually met the author. I got my book signed by him. Yeah. That's why it, I am aghast that you have not... Like, I have my copy of The Lightning Thief. So I started with The Sea of Monsters. Yeah. Because I really like monsters. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw it on a book fair table. I was like, ooh, monsters. You know, I nice. think I actually did read an Artemis Fowl book that was, like, halfway through the series. But, like, when I was very young... <laughs> that must have been really confusing for Artemis Fowl. Yeah, it was definitely weird. I, I could follow... I finished You it. haven't read it either? <laughs> um, oh, my God. But I've read the Kane Chronicles? That's just embarrassing. <laughs> Be wow. ashamed of yourself. Don't shame my viewers, please. Um, Your viewer. My, there's three viewers. <laughs> oh, there's only one talking right now. Um, but I, I, all I remember from the Artemis Fowl book that I read was that at the ending they were at some kind of nuclear submarine, and that was like a huge 
that was like the climax was was at this new gear. I don't even remember that. It was probably yeah, because if you only read the first one, I don't think it, that was it. I read all the Artemis Fowl books. Oh, you read all of them, okay? Except for the last Except one. Except for the last one. Maybe I read the last one. Who knows? Probably not, because I was in second grade. But um, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Wait, were you in second grade two years ago? <laughs> Surprise! I'm actually just doing school again. <laughs> R.I.T. was just a sham. <laughs> the cover. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I hope they don't fuck up the Percy Jackson stuff like they fucked up Artemis. They already fucked up the Percy Jackson stuff. Right, but the, so they don't fuck it up a second time. Also, it's a different group of people, it sounds like. So. Yeah, I actually, like, in seventh grade, I got my, like, I tried to copy the hairstyle of that, like, Percy Jackson. Mm -hmm. Like, the actor. I just liked his hair. It did not work on me. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to style it like that unless like you're like a movie star yeah because like, you have like, a staff of people that do it for you yeah because like it's like barely like uh, it's either like you just nail it or it's just like fucked up yeah it's just fucked up <laughs> yeah. but it's i loved the percy jackson books like my cop even though i got it like second mm. my, my copy of the first book I didn't even know it was, even though it says on the side of it that this is book two, I never realized it was the second book until someone in my bus who was like a year older yeah. was like, oh yeah, there's like a, like that's the second book. And I was like, what? Yeah, that's kind of cool because in that case, it's like you're kind of like, you get a prequel out of it. And you're like, oh shit, time to read the prequel to this <laughs> first book that I read that happened to be the second one. I mean, like reading it, like it was, I was like a little confused at times, but. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it out loud. You write, you write. Uh, I was, like, a little confused at times, but, like, I kind of mostly got it, right? Mm hmm And the first book, though, is, like, my copy of the book is, like, shredded. Oh, God. Like, I've read it so many times. Like, the oh, cover is, like, man. torn up. Yeah. But it's, like, one of my most prized possessions, and I mm -hmm. got it signed by him. Yeah. I thought about getting the last book signed because it was, like, pristine. Uh -huh. And I was like, no. <laughs> this is the book. This is this was the book for me. Yeah. And, like, I think they've done, like, new covers now, too. Oh, yeah. But, like, the old covers are just, like, so nice. Mm -hmm. I love them. Yeah. And, like, the color schemes, too, are, like, really pretty. Yeah, I was uh, clearing out my bookshelf upstairs because we were trying to move that out, and I was, like, you know, picking out old books to, to keep and what to send off. Um, and, I don't know, I got, I had a copy of, or a nice copy of Jurassic Park by Michael Crane um, that's sitting in there. And then I've got, like, the sh like the shitty, like, one you buy at the airport copy of uh, The Lost World. I have it's, the like, opposite. <laughs> super small and, like, yellowed pages. Um, it was just funny to see the juxtaposition between those two. And then I've also got the um, uh, Max Brooks zombie stuff, one of which you just you gave back. World War Z. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I forgot I had it for so long. Was that, was you, you gave it the zombie survival guide, right? Or yeah, I didn't borrow the book from you. I okay. borrowed the survival. I didn't yeah. know the survival guide existed. Yeah, so I had. So now I have the survival guide, World War Z, and uh, there was a little graphic novel that they made called like Recorded Incidents, which is like a cool sort of like alternate history on certain events, like world events from dating back to like beginning of humanity all the way up to. Oh, I think you told me about 1960s. that. Sixties and it, it. Jesus was like a zombie, right? No. Definitely not what I was talking about. Jesus is definitely the zombie, though. <laughs> I mean, technically, the first zombie. I guess, yeah. From God. Um, but there was like a lot of cool ones. Like they talked about, um, oh, what they they rewrote. Um, I think it was like a, a like a slave rebellion in, in Cuba in Cuba or or like one of those um, Caribbean island. I guess the Caribbeans. Haiti. Haiti, yeah. Um, Haiti was the first rebellion. Big, yeah, the big rebellion. So they had that there. And then there was like the, a zombie outbreak, uh, outbreak 
broke out. Max Outbrooks. Yeah. Uh, and then all the white folk either, like, just got off the island or bunkered up in one of the two fortresses that were there. Um, but then it was like the, uh, the, sla- the plantation slaves were left out to die. But they, like, the, the virus, like, was something that had occurred in Africa before. So they knew what to do with, like, zombies to, like, take care of them. And so they all, like, because left to their own devices, they, they banded together and they basically stopped the infection. They killed every last zombie. I don't like this. And then... And then I'm when, glad I didn't read this. And then, and then when the, the uh, Spanish and English ships came back, they just re-enslaved all of them. It was just like, wow, well, okay. Well, that ends well, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> Don't know if that's how I'd describe it, but, you know. Not being very... If it wasn't clear, being very sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It was just, like, interesting to, to paint it in, in a different light like that, but... Um, I don't know. I don't... I think I get kind of annoyed at a point when, like, books... Like, I thought it was cool when I was younger. Like, when, doing like, alternate like in, history stuff? Yeah, so, like, in Transformers, right? Like, I... Oh, yeah. So, like... <laughs> I mean, like, people, like, shit on the movies, which is fine. Like, I used to, like, I liked the actual, like, Transformers themselves. Like, I had a ton of, um, the toys. Yeah. Um, I still have, like, a lot of them left, I guess. And I would watch the TV show every, like, every day after school. Yeah. Transformers Cybertron would come on at, like, four, I think. Yeah. And I was so excited then that they were making a movie, and... I was a little disappointed because my favorite Transformer was Hotshot and he wasn't in the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I think he, he kind of replaced Bumblebee because I didn't see Bumblebee I think ever. I think that was the same for me. I think I knew Hotshot and then Bumblebee came in. And I, I think was like, Bumblebee excuse was, me, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, Bumblebee was like in the, like, the very the original, beginning. Yeah. yeah, and then I think Hotshot was a more recent addition and so that like, they sort of took each other's place. In Energon, in Transformers, oh, sorry, in Transformers, Transformers Cybertron, um, <laughs> Yeah. Did to be <laughs> fair, Max Brooks went on to write like Minecraft fan fiction, so you gotta Wait, wait you mean you gotta that's what he ended up doing? He didn't start with that? No, he did not I don't think Minecraft that's the lowest existed ending place when he started he could reach. writing. <laughs> Damn. But um But basically though, um Oh, okay, this is just a little aside, like, but one of the characters like you know like um Red, like what is his name? Like Red Alert or something? He was like supposed to be like like the medic. Oh yeah. He okay. not Ratchet like another one. Yeah. Ratchet got replaced too, I guess, sure. with Red okay. Alert. And Red Alert. So in Transformers Cybertron, him and two other Transformers died, mm-hmm. and they got resurrected in like new, more powerful forms. Red Alert went from being like an ambulance to being like a nuclear missile launcher. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. It was. That's uh, not a vehicle. <laughs> no, it's like it's like a mobile one, like a. To be like, fair, though, I guess Megatron can turn into a gun in the original series, so... Yeah, that never made sense. <laughs> <laughs> he can turn into a plane, a tank, and then just a regular old gun. No, he can only do the plane and tank in the TV, in the I movie. I thought he could turn into a gun. No, he can only do a gun. Oh, he only did a gun. That's no fucking sense. insane. I liked Michael Bay's, like, Michael... Because I, I did read a little bit about, like, the trivia stuff, and Michael Bay said he didn't have him turn into a gun because they'd be, like, Darth Vader turning into a lightsaber, like, into his own lightsaber. So he, he like, had it so, like, Megatron just does not have, like, a trend, like, another, like, Earth vehicle kind of thing, mm-hmm. because he's just, like, that arrogant. Yeah. Like, ah, that makes sense. Yeah. But does I he like, not transform in... He transforms, but he transforms into, like, just, like, a cyber, like, an alien kind of, like... Okay. Oh, alien. yeah, it's, like, an alien kind of tank kind of thing. That's it's, in the second almost... one, I think. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Yeah, they... 
Like, in the first movie, though, they, like, kind of retcon, like, the Hoover Dam. Right? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, so the Hoover Dam was built to con- conceal, conceal the AllSpark, and we got all of our technology in the It's like, you're day. telling me, during, like, the start of the Great Depression, like, fucking Herbert Hoover was like, oh shit, we also have aliens? It was the Hoover Dam constructed during the Great Depression? At the very beginning of it, yeah. It was, oh. like, the one thing that Hoover did before FDR came in and, like, really jump-started, like, the workers... Um, program or whatever. Uber, Uber, Uber public works project like was like the most hated president of all time. Yeah, he got a. I mean, he partially because he got a shit hand, but also partially because he was a shit president. Well, yeah, because he his whole thing was like he like like hands off, right? And it's like, well, like, okay, you can believe that, but you're an idiot. Yeah, like... people are starving <laughs> and dying. Yeah. Um, but in that movie though, that's like the one like right. revisionist thing. And the other thing is that like Megatron. They found his body in the ice. In the ice. And, like, all of our modern technology was reverse-engineered from Megatron. <laughs> like, I thought it was cool back then. Yeah. Right? And, like, I still don't mind it that much. Yeah. As, con- as consecutive movies have come up, though, of Transformers, and they've gotten worse and worse, <laughs> like, they've retconned more the and fucking, more of history. The Knights of the Round Table <laughs> being, like, a Transformers. Even, the Knights of the Round Table didn't even exist, which is even better. Yeah. That was fucking hilarious. But, like, in the second movie, it's, like, the beginning of mankind. Like, the pyramids concealed, like, an Energon yes. harvester. Yes! Like, and then, like, the second, the third one. Dark Side of the Wait, was Dark Side of the Moon the second one or the third, third one? one? Oh, God. And in that one, it's, like, yeah, the moon missions were to get, like, a Transformer. <laughs> and they got Buzz Aldrin to show up, too. <laughs> and I was like, what a waste of Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> but... See, like, it's just, like, more, like, I don't like kind of, like, retconning history anymore, because it's just kind of, like... It's a cheap way to, like, incorporate... If you want to do, like, an alternate history thing, you should put in the work to figure out all the ramifications of the the changes that you're making, instead of just being, like, yeah, it just is how technology was made. I also like when there's, like, sort of, like, impl- so like, that's one thing I like about Worm, mm-hmm. and that the author is going to disagree with me on... But I go with death of the author, so he can go fuck himself. <laughs> so, in Worm, instead of using, like, alpha, beta, gamma... So, like, there's multiple Earths, right? There's at least two Earths that oh, they know about. Because like, this one super villain, basically, like, he was, like, a, like, his whole thing was, like, dimensions. And he tore a hole between two of the dimensions, mm-hmm. which was annoying. Um, yeah, that is a word you could use to describe such a situation. Yeah, it was a, they almost went to war. But then, so, like, Earth, Aleph, is... Like more like our Earth. It's not exactly the same though, because they do have some super, like some superheroes. Yeah. But they're pretty weak. Yeah. They have a ton of nukes, right? Because it's like our Earth, and then Earth Bet, which is the one that Worm takes place on, has a fuck ton of superheroes and very few nukes. <laughs> um. So they didn't go to war then because they're like, yeah, but we're not gonna. But if superheroes only started showing up in the '80s, why would we have so few? I guess we build. Have we just built a lot of nukes since the '80s? I thought maybe we they just disarmed. Oh. I don't know, honestly, I'm not really sure. See, but, like, Earth Bet, though, like, we know it's different, like, I mean, like, the author says it just diverged in the 80s, like, when, like, the power started showing up, and power started showing up when this, like, um, this, like, golden man kind of, like, appeared in the sky, mm. um, so, like, that's kind of, they say, like, he, like, you know, that's when the Age of Heroes started, yeah. but I think it diverges, like, way further back, because I think just the fact that they use, like, um, he, the Hebrew alphabet to, like, uh, label the world. Yeah. And, like, like there's a lot the of, like... The author probably just did it because he thought it was cool, but, like, there's history to that. Yeah, and idea, the... concept. The, uh, what's it called? There's, there's like, like more, like, like, uh, Judeo-Christian, like, imagery, but, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, like, the fact that, like, Judaism is kind of, like, 
kind of like it's like kind of there underneath a lot of it. Yeah. It kind of makes me feel like history must have been different a bit, right? Like like Ju- like Judaism must have become like more prominent here. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, another difference is like nine eleven never happened, and but that's like modern, and it's because there were superheroes. Superheroes, yeah. Um, they also use coins for like dollar bills instead mm-hmm. of dollar bills, because there there's um, some characters from like Earth. Yeah, five years right now. That's kind of nice. Five years? Five viewers. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Is this like peak? I mean, it's higher than normal for sure. You're welcome, Nick. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I am the best guest. <laughs> Worm is all it takes. <laughs> the worm, dude. You you go on those worm tangents. You got you got a whole. I mean, we're already past an hour. We're at an hour twenty. We should probably stop soon. But right. I I I do want to talk um, because just relating to this whole alternate history of superhero stuff. Uh, Amazon Prime just dropped a trailer for. I haven't. Blade I don't want to watch two. it. Bro. I don't like watching trailers. Oh, it's so good. Like, whenever a trailer drops for, like, any, like, a movie that I'm interested in seeing, like, a superhero stuff, let's say. Did 9-11 happen in Marvel? I think it happened in both of them. Because, like, the comics were running at that oh, point. Oh, God. Marvel, it was so cringy. Oh, God. What did they do? So, like, it was, um... Look, I, I don't remember it happening in DC, but I remember, like, the, like, the... Oh, no, what's his name? Spider-Man. Alex Ross. Alex Ross. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, the guy from Hulk the Hulk general guy. But what? He's... No, that's that's Thunderbolt Ross. Oh, okay. There's oh. a different Ross? Alex Ross is an artist. Oh, oh. He's the okay. highest paid Sorry. comic artist, like, ever. He gets, like, 100000 per cover or something like that. Yeah. Like, he makes fuck, like, he makes, like, fuck you money. <laughs> um, he, he, like, he's, like, really, really, really famous and, like, you know, like, iconic. He mm-hmm. draws, like, he paints his covers and, like, he paints it instead of just drawing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... He also has made like the most some of the most iconic comics. Like, have you heard of Kingdom Come? Never mind. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the comic guy. I'm sorry. Okay, but what it was an I love. But he it made it so like for like there's like a poster or like a like a thing he made, and it was like a poster of like you know like the first responders from 9/11, mm-hmm. and then Superman is looking up at them and he says like whoa, and it's like a giant poster and he's like kind of small in front of them. So what they did with the COVID thing where it's all the superheroes lining the walls and like bowing to the three doctors that are walking through. Have you seen that one? No. It's what? it sounds like a similar thing where it's just like. Well, see, it's just kind of like Superman, kind of like being in awe of like how. Yeah, awesome yeah, it's people. a good gesture. It's not no one, no one's bowing. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Yeah. What was the Marvel thing then that was so cringy? So there's a full Marvel comic, and it was like suppo- they, they kind of like portrayed it. I didn't hear stop it there. Yeah, I hope I, I'm figuring. Yeah, they don't really explain. explain that. Oh, they don't explain it. In, I, I don't even. I don't even know if it's can- like I know it's canon, just that the Twin Towers don't exist anymore or something. Yeah. If they existed before, but in this one like special issue or something um it's like yeah like this is the worst thing that ever happened and you see like all the heroes kind of like helping out with the disaster and then like it's like the villains show up too to help Aww. and like dr doom it says like something about like even like the hardest hearts like cried a tear and it's like dr doom is a tear and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> dr doom has done way worse things than this <laughs> like their Talk plans are so much worse than 9-11 all the time. <laughs> like, 9-11 is real, so it's, like, horrible, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you can't make the villains be like, oh, no. <laughs> when Doctor Doom, like, routinely tries to, like, blow up the world or something, you know? Uh, uh, hmm. It's like, can you imagine Thanos crying because of, like, 9-11? It's like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, like, he tries to do, like, way worse stuff he all the time. He commits way worse genocide. Like, the Joker doesn't care about 9-11, right? 
now I'm imagining Joker and Batman working together to lift There the actually level. is like a one like there's a crossover between like Marvel and DC. I mean there's been like a few but this yeah. one was like the Red Skull was working with um, the Joker. Mm-hmm. And the Joker like Oh he apparently... he, 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 he like shoots him cuz he's a Nazi, right? Yeah, he, like apparently like he thought it was just like a costume or something which is stupid in and of itself. And then he's like, "Wait, you're a real Nazi?" I may be, like, crazy, but I'm, like, American crazy or something. And it's, like, the Joker definitely does not care about, like, you know, being a Nazi or not. Like, I really like one of my favorite villains is Black Manta, who is mm-hmm. Aquaman's, like, nemesis. Yeah. Um, I'd really recommend the New 52 Aquaman run. That's yeah. what I read, and it was so good. Yeah. Um, New 52 was, like, a reboot of the whole DC yeah, universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Rebirth came right after, which is confusing. Because New 52 was... Did people? I thought people, people didn't, didn't like, like New Fifty Two. Aquaman re- was really good, but everything else kind of sucked. They like ruined Superman. Like, I have some New Fifty Two Superman comics. I, I dug those out as embarrassing, well. Nick. I, embarrassing, Nick. You might have given them to me. I don't know how I got them. No, I wouldn't give you New Fifty Two Superman. I don't hate you. <laughs> okay. But New Fifty Two Aquaman, and he was just like a like that's my introduction to the character yeah. of Black Manta. So what was man? He's super badass, and then so his son. Have you seen you seen Young Justice, right? Yeah. So you well, know I, Aqualad- I didn't. I didn't like watch, but I know of it, and then I also know about the New Teen Titans because I was following that for a little bit. I haven't bit. Follow, I haven't seen New Teen. Titans. But he's in that as well, I think. Oh and yeah, yeah, his yeah, son's I know that. Gay, right? Yeah, that's so that yeah that character was in Young Justice. They designed it for the comic, and then they never used it because of like Rebirth or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And so they just use it in the show, mm-hmm. and they introduce it to the Teen Titans later. Yeah. And yeah, he's gay, yeah. and Aqua like like he's with Black Manta. So he, Aqualad obviously. Is like with um, can't stick to a reboot. Then again, neither can Marvel. Yeah, Marvel doesn't really reboot. Like once, it's just kind of like a continuous reboot. It's just always rebooting. <laughs> they never the not rebooting. <laughs> like it all kind of happens, but like they kind of they, they just keep changing things. And like DC rebooted. Like, I, I mean, point, that's a different yeah, topic. Yeah, case in point, Spider Man has been in and out of college fifteen different times. He's, over like, he's been like an adult for like a years. while now, oh, but okay. like they. Oh, I'll get to that right after this. Well, you okay. should probably just cut this thread. I don't know if you have any... Well, I just thoughts. wanted to finish... Like, Aquaman, Okay, right? yeah. So, Aquilad is, like... He was, like, a good guy, right? Yeah. And he found out he was Black Manta's son. son. Yeah. And he's with Black Manta in some kind of scenario. Yeah. And they're, like, Black Manta's walking in front, like, angry, as usual. Yeah. And Aqualad's, like, I have something to tell you. And he's, like, I'm, uh, I'm gay. And he's, like, I don't care. <laughs> like, that literally does not matter to me at all. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Just stop hopping, helping out fucking Aquaman, bro. Yeah, like, it literally, it's like, that's, like, kind of what you'd expect, right? Yeah, Like, yeah. it's like, the Joker doesn't care if you're a Nazi, right? Like, it just doesn't matter to him, you know? Yeah. Like, Black Manta doesn't give a shit about, like, what your orientation is, right? Like, he just wants to kill Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> it's just because he, the whole thing is that he killed his dad, right? That's what it was in the movie. Yeah. So I'm assuming yeah, and, yeah, there. but it's spread out in, like, the, yeah. in the comics, so, like, it's like he killed... It's actually kind of cool, where, like, Aquaman killed his dad when he was, like, a lot younger. Yeah. Because his dad was hired to kill Aquaman's dad. Um, and then Aquaman goes to... Sorry, no, um, Black Manta was hired to kill Aquaman's dad. Yeah. And so Aquaman finds him and gets revenge, but it turned out to be his dad, not him. Yeah. Like, when Aquaman, like, punched him to yeah. death or something. Yeah. And then so Black Manta is like, you killed my dad. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. You killed my dad. Even woogie, though woogie, woogie. You, he killed Aquaman's dad. Yeah, yeah. So it's a blood for blood kind of thing. Yeah, like, and like that's what's great about like Aqua. Uh, sorry, Black Manta is like he's so like one, like he's so single minded. Yeah. 
Like, it's, it's like, it's like he doesn't even care. It sounds like him. similar to, like, Mr. Freeze, where Mr. Freeze is only drive Like, he does these heinous things just so he can save his wife, and then that's... Yeah, but like, like, if his, like, if his wife... If, if Black Manta's dad wasn't killed by Aquaman, and Mr. Freeze's wife was cured somehow... They wouldn't be villains anymore necessarily. Like, well, he's Black already Manta sort of like a, a villain, right? He was like a hitman, I guess, because yeah. like he paid someone so he could kill Aquaman's dad. Yeah. <laughs> but all new, different, something else now. Yeah. All new, all different wasn't really like a. It was like a reboot, sort of, but it, like wasn't like a, it was like a soft reboot. Like, you know, like they didn't change the timeline mm. exactly. Yeah. But like a bunch of new things were kind of introduced at the same time, yeah. like Iron Man's new armor. Um, which is kind of ugly. <laughs> um, ooh, X-23 became Wolverine. That's pretty cool. Which was sick. Yeah, I really liked her comic. Um, the <laughs> all new, all different X-Men were like... So the, like, was six, that the six, road trip one? Yeah. Okay. It was like the six, yeah, six of the original X-Men came back from the past. Right, yeah. That one was really controversial. Not like the comic itself, like, but because Iceman was gay uh. now. And, like, the way they made... So he was not gay in real life, like, in, like, the original, right? But the young one... It's, like, the old Jean... Sorry. Young Jean Grey and young Iceman came forward, right? Along yeah, with young Cyclops. Yeah, came forward in time. Yeah. yeah. You guys know it's almost 3 o'clock, Yes, right? we, we do. Yeah, that. we're about to wrap we're, we're up. We're wrapping up. And Iceman... She said, like, Bob... Like, she was, like... Like, Bobby, like, you don't... She, 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 like, says, like, Bobby, you don't know. And he's, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, don't know what. And she's, like, you're gay. <laughs> You don't know you're gay. And like it's just like eight, it's just like eight panels, like four going down. Uh-huh. Like he's on the left, and he's like, "What?" <laughs> and she's just like acting like he should know this, right? And she read his mind so deeply, she found out he was gay, even though he, he didn't know, know it. Yeah, that's well, a, like that is advanced repression. Like that's really fucked up, first of all. Yeah, right? but also as an adult, like he's still not gay. <laughs> so like it seems kind of like. The worst kind of retcon. Yeah. Like, like come if you want to introduce like, diversity, just there are know. other gay characters. Yeah. Just or, like, make, or make them buy. How about that? Yeah, kind of crazy, was, right? That was like really not even contra- people just hated it. <laughs> yeah. It was just so, bad. It was like a terrible way to reveal it. Yeah. Right. Like the way she reveals it too is like, Bobby, you're gay. <laughs> yeah. It's this not it's not you coming out to us. I am telling you to come out right now. <laughs> I'm making you come out. <laughs> All right. That's going to wrap it up. We are well past time, but this was a wonderful episode. Iron Man is in a coma after Civil War 2, but I think he's back now. Doctor Doom became Iron Man for a little bit, but I don't know what's going on with yeah. that. Um, But thanks for watching. Uh, hopefully going to keep doing episodes. Snowflake and Co. Around. What is that? Oh, there's new characters. I'll tell you after the show. I can, I can show you it. Um, oh, wait. You did tell me about that. Yeah, yeah, that was before. we were talking about this during Weaver Day's character creation. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks for watching. Uh, probably gonna keep trying to do this when I move back up, either just online or I might just come back to Rochester to film with CSHers. We'll see. And then as far as the stream schedule, that's still up in the air. I'll provide updates on Discord as I figure out what the fuck I'm doing. But I'm thanks for Nick, watching. I think you should have me on again. We got peak views. We did get peak views. That is true. Cool. This man I'm does a fan favorite. <laughs> Anyways, stay safe out there. Bye. Goodbye.